Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And recently we started working our way through some franchises, in particular the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why? Because there's a new one coming out in October. We have a prequel to the original film, not to be confused with the prequel to the (laughs) remake that we already had, which we'll be getting to soon in terms of reviews. However... Today, we will be talking about Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, which is, uh, of course, the third film in the series. We did one in two. I'll make sure there's a link in the corner around now-ish, but you can go check that out. What's that face? (laughs) I just want to make sure that you actually put a link there and don't end up, like, just putting a butt there or something. Aye, I'll make that mistake. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Very good. Anyway, so yeah, so we did one and two. This is three. Uh, this is notable for me because this is the only one of the franchise that I actually hadn't seen before. Had you seen it before? <laughs> uh, I I don't think so. Uh, if if I did, I, I don't remember it at all. Cool. So so first time watch. Well, the best we can tell for both of us. Uh, so. I guess we'll start spoiler-free for a little bit. We'll give some general sure. thoughts, and then we'll yeah. go into spoilers, and I'll warn you before we do so. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this obviously is not Toby Hooper who did direct this. This came out in 1990. It was directed by Jeff Burr. And mm-hmm. the plot is basically a couple from California, although they may or may not actually be together. I, I think I think he's in the friend zone. I think that's what's happening in this movie. They never really go into it in much detail. But I think he's in the friend zone. Michelle doesn't see them as a couple. He's he's edging for it. He's trying to present themselves as a couple. It's not quite happening. Yeah. But they're they're it driving. Didn't... They're from California, and they're driving to, I think I said Florida, because she's dropping off the car at, at her parents' house in Florida. So they're driving across country, and they're of course going through Texas, as you'd imagine, because the movie's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they end up encountering some questionable individuals, which leads them on a path to Leatherface and a deranged family, of course, the Sawyer family. And people are chased, there's some uh, chainsaws, there's (laughs) some action, and that's kind of it. It's really simple. Uh, There's one other element, that, but I don't want to put that in spoilers, uh, in spoiler-free. I'll save that for spoilers, but uh, that's that's kind of the movie. It's it's very simple. Uh, So, Tim, did you like Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? Uh, Not really. Like, I I wouldn't say it's a good movie. I didn't have a horrible time. Um, I I guess in the end, I was just kind of like, okay. Uh, So I've seen that now. Um, I wouldn't say it's particularly good, but I did have a little bit of fun. I, I guess we'll put it that way. I... I kind of liked it. I, I didn't love it by any means. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I thought it was. I kind of agree with your sentiment overall. Although I think I'm a little bit more positive, not because I actually mm-hmm. think it's any better than what you just said, just because. Nah, I kind of like. I feel like what this is. This is Toby Hooper when he was asked to do a second one. He's like, okay, I've got this vision of it being this black comedy, and mm-hmm. it, I'm going to change it. It's going to. And whether you like or hate Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, it definitely feels like it comes from an art- artistic place where someone had an idea and they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. whereas this feels like the studio went no we want a slasher movie with Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the, on the poster 
yeah. you, Mr. Director Man, go make us a slasher movie with Leatherface in it. And that's kind of what we have here. We have one that feels more generic. We have it, one that I feels... Feel like... Like basically, I feel like they were trying to go back to like the formula of the first movie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was, it was basically let's just redo the first because kind of that's kind of what people maybe would have expected the second one to be, and they didn't get that. And this one feels like no, no, let's kind of do the first one again, but with new characters, mm-hmm. and therefore it's a sequel, kind of like other, every other eighties horror slasher yeah. sequel, where it's just kind of the same idea but with new victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. Like I like slasher sequels for the most part. They can yeah. be fun, and I kind of like this for the most part. Uh, it's but it's not great. Like, I, I don't want to recommend it. I don't want to make it sound like I'm being positive on it. I had fun because I kind of like this type of trashy. It's not good by yeah. any means. It's it's definitely a little bit cheesy. It's definitely uh, the kills are a little bit impacted because I I happen to be aware that the MPAA went pretty harsh on this, so they had to hold really? back from the kills and honestly I could tell there was actually one kill in particular there's a few where you can tell they cut away when they probably mm. weren't going to cut away originally and they had to re-edit it okay. yeah. but there's one in particular that I actually I'm not sure how someone was killed because it cuts away so much that I actually don't know how they died <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about that what yeah. the specific death is in the spoilers but mm. I legitimately there's a death in this where <laughs> I'm not sure how, how the person's killed because of mm-hmm. the way it's been edited, and I can only assume that is because, that is part of the the butchering because of the MPAA. Because uh, we did watch the, we, we watched the, the the theatrical cut. There was an unrated DVD kicking around uh, that mm-hmm. you can get from years ago, but we didn't have access to that. We had the theatrical cut, so uh, so we we are we are discussing it as per what we saw, and this was also what was released for most people. So yeah. I would be interested in watching that unrated cut, though. Yeah, to see some of the extra gore, some of the extra blood. Because it feels like it's probably... You feel like they filmed it. It feels like a movie that had the gore, but this yeah. has it edited out for for uh, reasons. So it feels a little bit neutered in that sense. That said, it still feels very grimy. Feels very grimy. Uh, these movies always do a good job of making Texas feel like a really shitty place where everyone's just <laughs> always really sweaty. Everyone's always really sweaty and dirty, and you probably can't drive for like five minutes without hitting something. Yeah, there's roadkill over Texas, as they say. <laughs> uh, so, no, and there's some obvious homages, like, early on in the movie, there's an armadillo that they, they hit yeah. in the car, and then it flips over, it's like, oh, it's kind of like the armadillo in the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. And there's the opening text crawl with the voice, although the guy doing the voice at the start is nowhere near as good as the original movie. No. He doesn't have the same... Gravitas. Yeah, gravitas, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. He says like a normal guy just reading a paragraph. It's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, we did get some information uh, from that though. Oh, well, um, I think I think we'll save that for spoilers though. Okay, okay. I feel I feel like that's spoiled because it's territory. Just given given what it does tell us. Uh, now but, let me let me ask you this. I'd be interested to see what you think. But do you think this is the worst that Leatherface has looked in these movies so far? Um, because I, I I really didn't. I don't know. Something about his look seemed off to me. I guess. I mean, I've seen the fourth Me- movie, so it's not my least favorite. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't say that I hated it. I, I still thought it was decent enough. It it never felt like it's it was... It's not horrible. Yeah, but, it, yeah. It wasn't such a departure that I was thinking, oh my God, what have we done to Leatherface? He looks wrong. or It was just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Leatherface. Maybe slightly, again, kind of like how this is the most generic of the movies so far. It just it felt a little bit more generic than normal, perhaps. It 
it kind of feels like if you told me that this was released straight to you know video i wouldn't have been surprised like it seems like a little you know scaled back scaled down um and, and I, it, it's very it short reminds, as well yeah uh and i guess maybe it uh because of the time it's made and stuff too these were the kind of movies that i was renting like from video stores when i first got into you know horror movies so it, it maybe it kind of gives me that vibe a little bit hmm. which i actually kind of like that vibe that's probably my favorite part of it is just how it feels yeah because uh, i mean the characters are kind of hit and miss there's, there's one really cool character that uh i'll get to but the main couple uh, that's kind of annoying they, they bicker each other a lot the... they're not the dude's pretty annoying. I kind of like the girl, though. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, like something uh, about her. I, she gets, I she gets better in the second half. Certainly. Yeah. She gets better in the second half, absolutely. But uh, the, 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 at the start, they're kind of bickering with each other, and it just kind of goes back and forth, and it's like, eh. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's kind of the movie. There's, there's yeah, Ken for a reason as well. We've not really spoken about his character because I feel like most of his character would be kind of spoiler territory because I think it's actually quite a nice surprise what his character mm-hmm. kind of ends up being. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to spoil that. But I will say Easily this. the best character. Yeah. I will movie. say this. How many goddamn members of this family are there? Because this is still meant to be in continuity with the first, three, uh, the first two movies. See, this is kind of a, a question uh, that I had, and, and I'm not sure if you have the answer to this, but I was wondering if there is supposed to be a continuity or if each movie is supposed to just kind of go, whatever, they have a big, crazy, messed up family. We'll add and you know take people out with each movie. It feels like that was. It feels like that's the mantra, but it's still very much in continuity because, I mean, the opening text crawl in both this and the second movie both reference the first one. They both say, oh, in 1973... Sally, whatever, and her friends went to yeah. blah, 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 and got killed. That's true. Uh, it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, despite the mm-hmm. fact that only one person actually died with a chainsaw. It feels really weird to name it after the one death when yeah. multiple people... I feel like more people are hammered in the head. They make it, it is, sound like a dance crave, yeah. craze that's like sweeping the nation or something. It is the Texas Hammer to the Head Massacre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, that's not about spoilers, then. That's, I don't want to dance around okay. much... Uh, anymore, so so the couple encounter Viggo Mortensen's character, who, even though he's acting all nice, you get the impression he's probably one of the evil family members, and he's probably suggesting they go on this route that's off the main road, so they'll run into like his family and get get to their house, and it's kind of obvious. He, he was being so nice that I was like, oh, he has to be a member of this family. Yeah, right. it's almost like <laughs> him and his brother, who was also at the gas station, and he was more of like a weirdo. He was being really perverted. He was saying really weird things yeah. to the girl, and he was spying on her through the, a peephole in the toilet and all the rest of it. Uh, it's like this act to make it seem like he was being helpful, so they would take the the other road because because you know uh, the guy uh, Benny, not Benny, that's that's uh, for his character uh, Ryan, uh, is the guy. He he Ryan. doesn't want to take that road. He's like, no, nah, it's just in the main road, and he should have yeah. stayed in the main road. It'd have been better. Also, it kind of goes back to the the first movie where, like, yeah, the couple of weirdo people you meet in the beginning end up mm. being part of the family. Which is a, a complaint if you want to be, because it's you know, it's, yeah, it's formulaic. It's doing the exact same thing. It's not really. Mm. Uh, although I do like the idea that he's he's got like a secret big pickup truck that they like <laughs> sort of come out of when they. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they end up having a collision on the road with Ken Foree's character Benny. 
And mm-hmm. Benny's like this survivalist guy. He's, he's got guns with him. He's got rations. He's got what? He's got, he's, he's got first aid. He likes to go hunting. And at first, he doesn't believe what's happened. He doesn't believe that there was a chainsaw maniac mm-hmm. or anything like that. And he he eventually he he ends up becoming this badass like third party throughout the movie, yeah. where he keeps not dying, almost to a ridiculous. He <laughs> his survival rate of all the things we see happen to him is up mm-hmm. there with like serial killers in these movies, where yeah. it looks like he he drowns, but no, and then he pops back <laughs> up. It looks like he's hit by a car, but he's fine. He just rolls out from under it. Yeah. Like it just it keeps happening, and he keeps saving the day to the point where he becomes like this total badass. Yeah, uh, he's kind of this outside entity because it gets to the point where they've, they've, they've killed, they've killed Ryan, and he's the death, mm-hmm. by the way. That I, I'm not sure how they killed him because they mention because he... he's hanging yeah. upside down, right? They're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. they've got him hanging upside down, and mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, something's not going to work," and you see like a shot of a hammer on the ceiling. Yeah, and then it cuts to it cuts to Michelle's reaction, and. Then it cuts back and he's already a corpse. He stopped moving, and I'm like, okay, I guess there was some impact of some kind, but I'm not actually really sure how he died. Yeah, um, I guess they use that contraption or whatever, but I don't know why. I, I think they can just do it themselves. I think that's maybe the obvious thing to say, and that seems likely. Mm-hmm. I, I think the reason why I feel it's so confusing is because it happens so quick. It cuts to her reaction and cuts back to them in about the space of three seconds. And it yeah. doesn't feel like there was enough time for them to do anything other than a really simple little hit. And I, I think the timing's off. I think if it cut to her for a long time and you've seen her react, like just sort of watching, like, mm, because she's, she's gagged at the time. She's like, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> like if it did that for like a good 10, 15 seconds, I'd be mm-hmm. fine with it because it feel like stuff was happening. But it, it, it this legitimately felt like someone had just came along and chopped it up and edited it out. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so so that, that, was, that, was, that was an issue, but... Uh, yeah, Ken Farouk's character, he shows up and he starts shooting into the, the house, he kills like two of them and yeah. he, he he shoots Grandpa in the face, who's like the one member of the family who's like I recognise from the well, previous movie. Well, what's kind of funny uh, about his character is they do so many of those cutaways with him where you think he dies, but yeah, he really he keeps showing back up. Mm. So it, it's funny because yeah, with the editing of the other kills, you wouldn't put it past him and be like, oh maybe yeah, he gets killed and they're not going to show it, but it's uh, like the opposite with him. Yeah, uh, Leatherface's <laughs> brother gets him a gift, which is a gold-plated chainsaw that on the blade says, uh, the saw is family. <laughs> which um, is kind of amazing. So It's it's kind of cheesy, but I kind of love how, like, in this family or, or whatever, like, chainsaws are these weird, like... Oh, like almost seems like mystical or, or something like kind of weapon like it like it feels like Excalibur or they, something yeah when... they, they wash up the, the, the chainsaw uh, yeah. I want to point no. out the, the little girl who's in the family mm-hmm. do you know what she's credited as? who? Leatherface's daughter see I was wondering about that because there's one point where like Leatherface has her on her knee or something kind of gives her like a little mm. kiss so it seemed very daughterly but yeah, I think I was just reading that as that it's one of the other guys' daughter, but he's like raising I, or, it. Or, or honestly, I, I, honestly, and I mean, this might still be the case, just because it says daughter doesn't necessarily mean that he might be the biological father. Because honestly, the thought of Leatherface like raping mm-hmm. someone is kind of, I, well, I mean, not, not in the movie's cheery anyway, but like it's, it's a really grotesque thought. Um, I, I, th- I think the idea is though that this family kidnap people and their kids and raise them as their own sort of weird demented oh, people. Okay. 
maybe. See, I, I was going like an incest route. I was thinking like more All right, like okay. X Files home kind of situation. I I I, I could see that. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm pretty sure there's other movies though that have implied. I think it may have been the remake. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, that get sounds to familiar. Uh, where they imply that they, they do steal some people young and raise them as one of their own demented freaks and cannibals. Um, which, by the way, leads me to my favourite moment of the movie, actually. Really simple. Leatherface is in his room, and he collects, like, gadgets, because at one point he's really, he's worshipping, he's, like, he's, uh, he's Walkman, he's audio cassette Walkman. But he's in his room, and he's got this little, uh, I don't know what you call it, it's one of these old computer game things where it's, like, oh, right. for kids. Oh, like, like a, not like a speaking spell, but Kind of like that, yeah. yeah. That's that kind of idea. Uh, but it's basically this little quiz, and it's it, says, it shows him a little... And again, it's, it's like the screen in the calculator, which is the, the sort of the dot art. And it's like a face. It's a person. <laughs> and it says, what is this? So obviously it's for toddlers, right? Mm-hmm. And Leatherface clearly has some uh, growth issues, shall we say. <laughs> but he, he starts... Ty- he types into food. <laughs> and presses enter. And it's like, eh, incorrect. Try again. And he types in food again. Presses enter. Eh, try again. Uh, and... <laughs> Honestly, my only disappointment in the scene is that I was really expecting him to lose his shit and start wrecking the place because he kept yeah. getting it wrong. It's like, no, oh, it's food, but without speaking because he's Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. Uh, one of, I don't know if it's my favorite scene, but one of the scenes that I really liked is, um, I, I think it's maybe the first uh, encounter Leatherface has with uh, Benny, I, I think mm. his name is. Yeah, um, character. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of like down on the ground, and you know, Leatherface loses his chainsaw, and he reaches in his pocket, and he has like a little tiny, oh, like, yeah, was a circular saw. Yeah, is that little, what those are it's, a, it's a little circular saw, and then he cuts on the leg with that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I love the idea that it's almost like in the second movie where Dennis Hopper had the, the two little chainsaws as mm-hmm. well as the big one. It's almost yeah. like that where he's, he's got a little arsenal of like various like, size he- saws. Well, like, he can't just have, like, a knife or something. Like, no, it has to be some type of, like, moving saw. I like that, though. Uh, that's, that's a good little touch. <laughs> Spe- speaking of, uh, during the opening titles, there's, like, these flashes of, like, another victim that Leatherface is chasing. It's this girl oh, yeah. who runs into K- uh, Ken Faroese's character and the others uh, halfway through the movie. She, when they're all running about in the forest, she actually ends up saving them inadvertently. Or, maybe not inadvertently, but she, she shows up and she shouts, Hey, it's me you want. And that distracts Leatherface and they get away for a little bit. And then Ken Faroese's character kind of like bonds with her for a little bit uh, in one or two scenes. And then she gets killed really quickly. Yeah. And that really surprised me. I feel like, no, that, oh, surely, yeah. surely this survivor from a previous like, you know, batch of victims uh, is like a, an interesting enough character to keep around. Uh, if I remember correctly, I do think, see all those flashes you get at the start of the movie mm-hmm. with uh, like, like scenes of her running away from like Leatherface's place and all that. If I if I remember correctly, just from like one of the extras on like one of the big you know franchise documentaries that I seen way back when, I think mm-hmm. all of that was originally like a full, like full Scene. scenes. Like they they, yeah. they they actually had all these scenes of the, this girl being held captive and right get escaping, and it wasn't just these quick things between the credits. Uh, so it seems like that was cut down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not that was that was because it was gore for the MPA, or if it was just because the they decided to cut that down. I don't know. Yeah. It leaves her feeling kind of weird, though, because it feels like they're setting her up to be this big thing because she she has some sort of fight back, but then Leatherface just kills her really quickly. Yeah, it's kind of strange because um, I feel like there's a lot that you know you can do with this character. She's the one that 
seems like you know she could kind of you know lead these people to you know try to lead them to safety or you know give some like information about what's been going on how she's been surviving and or something but yeah she was killed pretty quickly uh i do kind of like though that it like subverted my uh expectations uh yeah, it, it was fair. kind of a kind of nice <laughs> that's fair uh once everything goes down there's some great scenes with uh so so benny uh ken Fury's character and leatherface are fighting and they end up going to the, out to the swamp and they're fighting mm-hmm. in the swamp basically fist fisty fist but leatherface mm-hmm. has dropped his chainsaw into the swamp and it's kind of floating and you see the saw buzzing through the water <laughs> and it's just a really fun little uh fun little sequence uh, mm-hmm. But that goes on for a bit, and uh, you know, Michelle gets away, and she gets to a truck the next day. But then you know, one of the brothers who they thought was dead is still alive, and he tries to attack her. And then Benny comes back to life again because he's done that like multiple times. Yeah, uh, um, I will say I really hated uh, this particular brother. He has like kind of this uh, shtick or whatever where he's like infatuated with the main girl and kind of keeps doing this thing where he's like oh so we're we gonna go out you're gonna give me a chance you like me like blah 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 kind of mm-hmm. thing and uh i feel like it just played too long and yeah i was well, like eh. yeah because as he's grabbing her at the end i think he says something like oh I'm, I'm you're too good for me is that what you think and it's like yeah. like yeah, I'm, yeah like is this guy really like that delusional i don't know it's kind of it's kind of annoying i but, think they're all delusional tim yeah. I, I feel like that's not a character <laughs> for this family they, uh, yeah so yeah. Uh, honestly, I mean, it, it basically, they get away, and the, the final shot is like they, they drive off, and Leatherface's like legs just come into shot with a chainsaw, and it's like cut mm-hmm. to black, and it's, it's a decent little ending. Um, I, I could have used him like twirling around a little bit, <laughs> but ah, uh, we can't do that for a third time in a row. Come on now. <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing you have to do now. I. And fun, like it's definitely not as yeah. good as one or two. It's, it's it's definitely more of a a product than one or two. Mm-hmm. But having this like vigilante character fighting back and like coming to save someone, it does make it feel very. I mean, obviously we had Dennis Hopper in the, first, the second one, but that wasn't him coming to save. That was him doing his own personal vendetta. Like he almost yeah. didn't give a shit. He used the, he used the victim as bait, if if you remember yeah. right. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. this is no, this is just a complete third party who knows what's going on. He, he stumbles into it. And comes with his gun and starts like playing the hero, and it's it's a lot of fun in that sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I have complaints, despite, despite the oh. fact that it's eighty minutes long or eighty-five mm-hmm. minutes long, what once they get out of the cars before they get to the house, there is like maybe like twenty-five minutes of them just running about in the woods. I feel like that could have been cut down a little bit. Is it a little bit too much of just running around in the dark in the woods? That could have been yeah. chopped. Out. That was the worst yeah. part of the movie, I think. If anything, maybe cut that down a little bit and get a little bit more at the house. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just a little bit too much of the run around the woods in the dark. Uh, mm. it, it's very hard to make that compelling because it ultimately all looks the same and it's hard to get a sense of geography. And if there's no geography, it's hard to really understand the the, par- the, the, the stakes of how far they've ran, where yeah. they started, where they went to, it's just all the same. It's it's hard to get a, a grasp on things, and it's fine for a little bit if you want the audience to feel like, oh, it's just an endless maze. They can never get out. That works for a little bit, but then it just starts to get tedious because you just feel like uh, all, all I'm seeing is running the screen. They might as well be running against a a, a plain green screen because <laughs> yeah. it have the same effect. It's just endless of the same. So, uh, so that goes on a little bit too long, but. Uh, Honestly, I kind of had fun with it. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, like, I feel like this just kind of skirts the line between, like, me thinking it's bad and kind of okay. Like, now I'm kind of interested in this, like, unrated version, because I wonder if maybe, um, or even if it wasn't in the unrated version, but if there was more stuff that they filmed that maybe didn't get you know, add it yeah. or, or something that, that maybe could have smoothed it out a little bit. Um, I think, yeah. yeah I, th- I think it's definitely a rough film. It's definitely a bit messy. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's... I, I do I think it, it's fairly entertaining. If you like slasher, if you yeah. like generic slasher movies, I feel like it's relatively entertaining and it's maybe worth a watch. Yeah, like, I definitely wasn't mad. Like, you know, some of the movies we watch afterwards were mad <laughs> that we had to sit through that. Yeah. Uh, like like this, there was no feeling like that afterwards. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, feel, I'm feeling relatively positive. Yeah. And, 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 a, and a sort of very level-headed way. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's a decent enough generic slasher sequel. And if that sounds like something that you would, oh yeah, I like a generic slasher sequel, you'd probably have some fun with it. And... I, I do feel like we were introduced to a lot of new family members, but they were taken out rather quickly. Uh, like we had the the one like mother who had like a I don't know what you call those, voice, but like a voice box, voice box, yeah. Thing. Yeah, we had yeah. her. We had uh, the little girl. We had I think three different brothers. Uh. Yeah, there there's was. There's a ga- gas station guy hooked there, for a hand. And... There, yeah, gas station guy hooked for a hand in Vigo. So there's three, yeah. three brothers on top of, obviously, Leatherface himself. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, in case you didn't know uh, that this was made in, in 1990, uh, the little girl does make a yak back reference. I actually, I believe, if I remember right, because of all the MPA issues... It came out in 1990, but I think they actually filmed it like two years before. Like the, it was like one oh, of these yeah. movies that sat in the <laughs> shelf for like a year, a year and a half, something like that. Well, yeah, I think that still works out because I think that toy was probably around for a while. Or oh, whatever, yeah. But it just it seems so dated now. If I recall, there was references to it in the movie Twins, which was 1988, oh. I think. Oh, okay. Because that's yeah. what I know it from more than anything. I wasn't around at the time to know it, but I know <laughs> it from Twins. Makes so, sense. <laughs> um, I guess we should do some ratings, Tim. Sure. Down you go, uh, out of 10. Be first. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to remind Tim the scale is out of 10 every time. Go on. Uh, I would give this a... I'd give it a 5, but I feel like, yeah, maybe a, a different cut. You know, uh, I could easily see it being bumped up half or one point. Hmm. But, you know, for, for right now, five is uh, where I'll, I'll stick it. Uh, not totally bad, but, you know, not the worst. I think I'm going to slightly up you and go to a 5.5. The reason why I'm saying that is because mm-hmm. I kind of agree on a objective level. It is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's fairly rough. It's very derivative of the first movie. And it doesn't really add a whole lot to the, the overall, you know, thing. There's not a lot new or fresh in it. But I kind of had fun, so that yeah. fun that fun will bump me to 5.5, because at 5.5 it's above the middle line, and that just says to me I enjoyed this, even though, you know, technically and objectively it's not actually that great. That makes sense, I, I can see that. So, 5.5 from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll watch it again, like I, when I'm re-watching the franchise, I'll happily put this one in there with it now. I, I would really like... Uh... 
a Blu-ray collection of this. I don't know if they have one out. I tried looking for Def- one before, but couldn't find it's it. It's all different studios. Damn them. <laughs> what one's a studio, two's a different studio, three's a different studio, four's a different... So the first four are all different studios. And then Oof. it's once you get to the remake onwards that they're all the same. Oh. Ah, so, that's, uh, that's disappointing. So sorry, Tim, but I, I doubt it. Unless all these different companies work together, you're, you're shit out of luck. Ah, that sucks because I would like to do, uh, like, you know, most of these movies uh, I enjoy or can at least get some type of, uh, you know, cheesy fun out of. Uh, so it would be nice uh, to have them all in, in one set to do a, you know, marathon of at some point, but... That said, oh, wow. I will end this with a tease, and I think your cat just jumped from the window or something. <laughs> I, just, I saw some activity on the left. Um, Sorry. But just to tease the next episode, I said I'd throw this in with rewatches of the franchise. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what I don't normally throw in with rewatches of this franchise. It is Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation, which is the fourth movie. So we will be doing that sometime in the next Ooh. month, so you can look forward to that and expect the hate because I despise that movie. Uh, I've never seen it, but I, it's another one of those ones where it's been so long I barely have any memory of it. So I, I'm looking forward to rewatching it, even though I'm not expecting much. Renny Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey getting. There. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. That's uh, Texas Chainsaw Three. Uh, actually, one final complaint. For a movie called Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw 3, oh, yeah. it doesn't really focus on Leatherface any more than the first two did. No. <laughs> like, I'm cool, with a, weird. I'm cool with there still being like a family and stuff, but by yeah. calling it Leatherface, you're implying that it's going to focus on him more than it had been in the past, and it doesn't. It's, it's the exact same amount of Leatherface as the, the last one. Probably, even maybe even less. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that was strange. That was, it was really odd. Um... <laughs> But there you go, that, that is uh, Texture Chainsaw Massacre 3. Let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. You can <laughs> catch shaking the screen. You can head over to patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the channel. Support the show streams after midnight and everything we do here. You can head over there uh, and check out some of the bonuses that are on offer. Uh, but otherwise, guys, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>